I said hi to everyone except for Kahuna, because as you know, he despises me. We don't interact at all. I walk in, I go to the table, I said, hi, Shamra, hi, Fornfesh. I sat in the table in the very furthest corner of the room with a, a chair on this side and chair on this side, so I was literally <laughs> yeah, like, surrounded. Yes, on my right and my left with a table in front of me and the wall behind me, so I was like completely backed in. And uh like a cage. Like a cage, yes. And as I've said before, I am the opposite of claustrophobic. If I could just be like wrapped in like a mummy and locked in a cage with like a panic room or something, with no one allowed in, and there was a box I could just crawl in with air holes. Anyway, poop. Okay, I had a toilet too. Actually, if it's a real ideal situation, I don't have to poop. Because you're alive. <laughs> anyway, sitting in my corner, people started filtering in, comics filtering in. Moby, Moby, Moby came in. Moby came in. He was dressed up as Tupac Shakur for Halloween, of course. So he had a bandana on. And then for his set, he actually he took off his shirt. I have a picture of it, by the way. Uh, he took off his shirt, and he said, Thug Life. It was written, Thug Life, on him. <laughs> um, so it was, like, crappy, like, someone tried to draw on their chest. He has some pretty nice tattoos on his back, though, I saw. Anyway, Wonder Kid came in. He was going to dress up as Doug Stanhope and wear these funny pants. But, um... Chicken chip. Yeah, he his life, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, he went to the bathroom. He's walking by. I was right by the bathroom. So everyone who went to the bathroom had to walk near me. I think you did that on purpose. Did I do that on purpose? No, because at the other show we went to, we were purposely in the little, like, comedy recess. Oh. Or we could have just sat at a table. We could have. I feel comfortable there, Allie. I know. Anyway, so he's walking into the bathroom. And I said, hey, mate, uh, Wonderkin. Hey, Wonderkin. He says, hey, how are you? I said, good, how are you? He said, good, just getting bullied about a costume. And he comes out of the bathroom, he's wearing these weird tweed, 70s kind of tweed pants and a jacket. And he wears it for maybe five minutes, and then he comes back. And he's like, nope, can't do it. And he goes in the bathroom and changes again. And then uh, Shamrock was actually, did I tell you Shamrock was dressed up as Louis C.K.? No. Yeah, he was. He shaved his head. Or he's just bald. I don't know. I don't know which one, but. So he dressed up as a comedian. A comedian better than him? <laughs> and he, actually, one of the bits last night, he likes to do these things where he pretends things happen at the show and stages things in order to make headlines. So one time he pretended that he got stabbed on stage, had people take a video, put it up on Twitter, and be like, oh, my God, this happened at Corktown. Did it get happened? No, he didn't, get, he didn't get stabbed, but it looked like he got stabbed. Like, they staged a whole thing, took a video, and got the crowd to go along with it. So then the CBC got involved, the cops got involved. But he really finds that funny, doing that kind of stuff. Oh, my God. 
that's funny to him. Yeah, it's like a social trap thing, I think. Except you could be fined for some charge of obstruction of justice or mischief. Criminal mischief. Right. Ha <laughs> hilarious. Oh, one time he, uh, he tweeted, got everyone to tweet that Jerry Seinfeld, who was in Hamilton for a show, had come by the court town to do a set. He would not come to a, to a show. I mean, if we were a cooler city, like if he was like, yeah, I'm in New York City just doing some set, why don't I just make these people stay and come to I think getting people to think there's a celebrity somewhere is his favorite one because he also did, um... Because it doesn't involve, uh, criminal charges. <laughs> anyway, uh, he also did it when Ryan Gosling was filming a movie here. Uh, he tweeted that he just saw him at, in Hex Village. People believe that too, and it trended on Twitter. But that was also a lot. I don't know why people still fall for it, you know, but you just kind of grab whoever is listening. I think we want to believe that Ryan Gosling could be here. That the Ryan Goslings of the world would come here. Would come here. Yeah. He'd slum it out in our bar. The Hex Village, yeah. And our comedy show. Maybe someday. Someday. I don't think Hamilton will ever rise to that level of status where Ryan Gosling is in town, and he's just like, you know what, I just feel like I love this, this place. I enjoyed coming here and working. Why don't I just check out a bar? You know, I have some time. Why don't I just check out this cool, trendy hip bar? Mm. He'd probably go to Lock Street, actually. He'll go to Lock Street? I think he would go to, like, uh, what's that place near Kaylee House? That's like you have to be dressed up nice to go in. Sizzle Coley or something? <laughs> he would go there. No. I think he would go there. I think he would go there accidentally. No. I think he would go to Lock Street accidentally. But he's a celebrity, ergo he's trying to call it Starbucks. Okay, I don't think he's going to Starbucks on Lock Street. I think he's going to I think he's wandering into that coffee shop place on Lock Street, you know? One that's kind of, like, open, and people sit, and you can just walk in and off the street. You don't have to go right, in front of the building. Place, yeah. place. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, I thought you were trying to not say it. No, I just can't remember. Okay, yeah. But I think he would go, there's a cool little, uh... I think he would go there by accident. No, there's a, uh, a bar, a taste house on Lock Street called Brew House. Or if you're not cool, you call it Rock House. It's very expensive, and it's like craft beer. But would he know about that, that that's here? Anyway. You know, everyone said hi to me. It was fine. No one ever came and talked to me. I'm sure I looked very sad. I mean, it's kind of hard for me not to look sad. Look sad. He came. Kahuna came to use the bathroom. And so he had to come by me. He came. We I looked up. We made eye contact. And then he just went to the bathroom. That was it. He must really not like me. I think sometimes you 
probably feel like a stalker to him, which is fair. That's totally fair. I don't mean that in any way, just could potentially read that way. Is that what you think? He's like, oh shit, Brooke's here again. Fuck, I wish you don't talk to me. You think that's what he thinks when he comes to the comedy show? No, I think he's just like, oh, this is annoying. Okay, Brooke's here. But I don't even say anything to him. I don't say anything to anyone. And they don't say anything to you. So, let's just dial it back and talk about what you did. What do you think you did to make Kahuna feel that way? <laughs> Am I picking one thing that I did? I think you're just going to pick all of, like, just give everybody a good idea of why okay you know, uh, all right. have a strange relationship with this show <laughs> comic. You know what? Let's start at the very beginning, how I met him. Right. Uh, my first comedy show. I went up. I told a story about how I stuck an eraser in my ear when I was 12 and kept it in there for seven years. And I did fairly well. I sat in the front row and I was like so fucking jazzed to be at a comedy show. Like I had, yeah, <laughs> I hadn't ever been to one. No, I I had been to comedy shows, but they were rare at that point. I sat in the front row. No, it was Corktown, so there was, like, no one else there. Uh, Kahuna got up. He got on stage, and he saw me, and I laughed, and he said, Hi, hon. And that was our first interaction. Uh, We didn't really become friends. I rarely talked to him, uh, but we would say hi. He would usually come talk to me at shows say, hi, how are you? So, you know, we had minimal interaction. When I started trying to sleep with him, that, and like, I'm like, how can I, you know, let him know that I'm sexually available and I would have sex with him if he wanted to? And I remember discussing this with you in our apartment. And you, I don't know what you said, but I know that every time I got an idea, and I have many bad ideas, let's be honest. I have lots of ideas, some are good, some are bad. You would be like, yeah, you could do that. <laughs> you could do that. I'm an optimist. <laughs> I mean. In all fairness, I was just being myself. Right. Our other roommate, Fancy Pants, was like, you know, just ask him if he could go for coffee and ask for help with your jokes. And I'm like, okay, that sounds reasonable. Fancy pants often have sex. This should be easy. So I sent him that, and then three days go by, and he doesn't say anything. I forgot that she gave you that advice <laughs> to go, because her advice is always like, help me, help me, I need help with my joke. Right, yeah. I need help moving. I need help having sex, because I don't have a dick. <laughs> and I was like, someone put one in me. <laughs> A couple of days go by, even the sh- uh, out in the States at a show somewhere, but I don't know this. So I think he is just not interested. And then I, I get kind of nervous, and then three days go by, and I'm obsessing about it. And I said, I sent him another message and said, listen, if you're not interested, it's okay. If you don't want to, you know, don't worry about it. I'm not going to get offended. And it's this is to help you with the joke. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit of overkill for, like, Someone helping with your jokes. You're supposed to come play cool and be like, hey, are you too busy? 
let me know. But you're like, you know, if you're not interested, you don't have to be interested. It's okay. You don't have to, like, put up this pride. You don't have to be saying Oh, we're being aggressive. I know. Okay. And then. I was like, yeah. And then eventually he messaged me back. He said, oh, no, no, that show. It's okay. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Sorry. And he's like, no, don't, don't apologize. Sorry. Um, and to be fair, he gave me many chances to redeem myself. Right. He gave me many chances. <laughs> but the next time, I'm like, you know, Ali, uh, why don't I just tell him, listen, I'm sexually available. I'm interested in you. If you want to have sex, I'm available for courting. Mm-hmm. Why don't I just tell him that? So I messaged him, and I told him exactly that. Yeah, I think I said that was a bad idea. I would say it's a bad idea. But eventually, you approved it. Eventually, you did. Okay. And I sent that to him. I can't remember how he responded. I think he just said I was funny, but he... He just wants to be friends. Like, oh, he's trying to let you down easy. And I'm like, I think I could, I could, I could still win this one. <laughs> I think all of that was fine. Because I remember being at Yuck's later, and he walked by. He's singing a happy tune. He's in a great mood. I am like, oh, my God, don't look at me. He's like, are you still embarrassed? Don't be embarrassed about that. So he was totally fine with it. Okay. Totally fine with all of that so far. <laughs> Which, it? in all fairness, is pretty good of him, right? Yeah, I mean, that's your pretty guy. good. That's <laughs> pretty good. The young <laughs> girl hits on you, and you're like, oh, not interested. Then what happened? Um, it got worse. What <laughs> <laughs> happened? A couple more awkward things happened. Um, he did a callback to one of my jokes about how my old man, I broke up with him, and I thought it was fine, but then he jizzed in my eye. Yeah. And I, did, I talked about that on stage. And then when Kalina got up, he did a call back uh, how he got into a fight with his girlfriend and he jizzed in her eye. And that was like a, you know, a joke, right? Mm-hmm. So, again, he's being friendly. He's fine, right? At this point, he's done nothing wrong. The call back is the comedic equivalent of getting some old pen back. Yes. It's a very cool thing. And I liked it a lot. And I'm like, ooh. At this point, I want to bang him so hard because I'm like, oh, he just keeps, he just keeps, you know, being okay with this. (laughs) (laughs) He just keeps being nice to me with an acceptable level of niceness. Then at Yucks, I think the next Wednesday, he was drunk on stage. I posted a Facebook status. This is where things started to get a little bit hostile. Uh, I posted a Facebook status, kind of like bragging on comedians, you know, ha, 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 Hamilton comedy. I think I said Kuna was drunk. Yeah. And, um, so you're like, you don't like that. I went to a comedy show, and I think he was this person to something about their mom, going to a prostitute, and then this comic was drunk, and then like this, ha, 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 Hamilton comedy. Yeah. Okay. That's fine, right? Uh, it's a joke. Yeah, yeah. Most people thought it was funny. Yeah. He had a problem with it. He said, if you say anything bad about me again, I'm going to block you. And I'm like, hell no. And I wrote him this whole thing about how I paid to go to the show. I have the right to say whatever the fuck I want about the comics on stage. And if you feel bad about what you, how you did on stage, maybe that's your problem. That's essentially what I said to him. And I think it's okay, like, if, if I went to a comedy show and 
one of the comments was bombed out of my face, their face, and I was going to do a review or I wanted to say something about it, I would want to feel okay just saying it about anybody. Yeah. And if it was another comedian who was drunk, would you have said? I wouldn't have gotten mad. I would have just said sorry. And honestly, before I got mad at him, I did say, oh, sorry, it was just a joke. I didn't mean anything by it. Mm-hmm. And he said, okay, cool. And I should have left it there. So he blocked me. And then he blocked me on Twitter. And then he unblocked me on Twitter. I guess he changed his mind. But then I blocked him on Twitter. And then he blocked me again on Twitter. Then I attempted to buy back his affection with an elaborate Christmas gift. Right. But to, you had to give it to everybody. Yeah, because I didn't want to lose for him. <laughs> so I got gifts for, like, eight of the comics. And I remember going to Walmart and walking him around. I thought this was a really bad idea. <laughs> At this point, I think I was off the deep end. You're off the rails. <laughs> like, I wasn't coming to you for advice I anymore. <laughs> and I'd gone rogue. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so I went to Walmart, and I spent a good chunk of time going around picking out personalized gifts for, like, eight comics or so. Right. So what did you end up buying them? Just, like, different comedy-related things. Okay. I spent a, a good chunk of money. You did? I spent a couple hundred dollars. Oh, God. I know. I was making very bad decisions at this point in my life. Yeah. <laughs> making very bad decisions. These were, this was just one of many bad decisions in my life at the time. So then I remember carrying all the bags home because I didn't have a car at that point. So I had to walk back from Walmart. And I had, like... Wait, what Walmart was this? Byron's apartment. <laughs> there isn't a Walmart near there. There is one, like, 45 minutes away. Oh, how did you get there? I walked there. Oh, this is a really bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought, like, $200 worth of stuff. Oh, okay. And it was, like, an 8 or 10 bags. And I had them all in, like, both hands, and I walked back from Walmart, like, 45 minutes. Okay. <laughs> and it was snowing. It was the middle of winter. Of course. It was Christmas. That was a real bad winter. Too. It was a real bad winter. Yeah, they closed school. So I'm walking back, and I remember I had to stop and vomit a couple times because I was going to pass out because it was, <laughs> it was like, snowstorm. <laughs> But I'm like, I just got to get back to the apartment. And I'm on King and, you know, the street near old apartments, King and uh, Spadina? Yeah. I'm at, I'm at, I'm there <laughs> looking at our apartment. Yeah. Right down at the end on Main and Spadina. Yeah. So I'm looking right at it and I can see my room right at the front of the house. And I'm just like, just got to get there. Just got to get there. <laughs> <laughs> I made it. Eventually, I made it. I then when I got in the door, I had to stop on the landing for like twenty minutes to catch my breath. <laughs> I remember you coming over like. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What did you buy?" <laughs> You're just like. <laughs> <laughs> Not for your family. <laughs> Not for your friends. <laughs> who don't like you. <laughs> it's okay. We've all done something. <laughs> We've all done something. A little. 
Why else would you hate you? Do you want to know what I got Kahuna, though? Where'd you get him? Okay. Condom? No. I got him. Okay, so I made this hand-designed uh, letter with a wolf on it. Not a wolf. Um, a dog. Because he talks about this joke, my favorite joke, of the little hobo. Right. My favorite joke. So it was the dog from the little hobo. And in, like, a design on the back, just apologizing, you know, lots of flattery. Didn't mean to upset you. I talked, because at this point, we didn't, I forgot the uh, the part about how we wanted to, I wanted to get back at him, so we went to the comedy show, and we purposely didn't laugh at him. Oh, did we do that before this? Yes. Okay. Yes. I was a little bit culpable that one. So, I'll just catch everybody up on that. Okay, you went to that one. Uh, Brooke was like, hey, let's go to a comedy show. So, me, Fancy Pants, and Brooke went to a comedy show, but we had specific instructions from Brooke not to laugh at any of Kahuna's jokes. And Brooke has a good laugh. I think I have a pretty good laugh. Fancy Pants laughed a little bit anyways, but whatever. She would do that. And uh, <laughs> we just purposely didn't laugh during his set. And you also, we also thought it would be extra funny if you brought a notebook. Right. Uh, I usually bring notebooks anyways, anywhere where I go, but I brought a notebook and I was writing notes about the show in the notebook, and a lot of people were threatened by that. Yeah. I didn't even, yeah. I didn't shove the, the comics, notebook yeah. in their face, and I was like, I'm writing a review. They're like, what are you writing? <laughs> what are you doing there? Why are you writing that? And we told them that you were writing a story. Yeah. That was a lie. Right. That was a lie. I think you said that you wouldn't have laughed that much anyway, right? Yeah, like, there would be, like, one or two ha-ha-ha moments that I had in his set. Um, his comedy does not really appeal to me. I know. Especially he because... He doesn't appeal to you. No. Him as a whole. It's just, like, I'm a raunchy, washed-up, 40-something-year-old, and here's Be a joke cruel about... you want. Here's a joke about me going to... Uh, Toronto with some younger, cooler comedians, and I live with my parents. Huh. <laughs> so that, and he was mad about that. So in my letter. So we didn't really, like, we didn't have to laugh. No, it's are right. Not to laugh. It's right to say that the comic was drunk. But I guess, like, his thing is, like, maybe he felt personally betrayed by that, the drunk comments. Because if you were drunk, and you have been. I have been. And I've been doing different comedy. Times, yeah. If someone was, like, uh-huh, went to a comedy show, and at Kahuna was there, and at Brooke was drunk, and that showed up on your Facebook feed. Right. That could look bad. Yeah, I guess if people, I didn't want people to know that. But I, do you think he didn't want people to know that? Well, I mean, this is his lifestyle, right? It's not like he's going to be going out there and writing a Pulitzer Prize-winning novel. He's not even going to be getting a job, really. Right. This is real life. So it doesn't matter. Not really. Yeah, this is shit's real for him. Or maybe it really matters then. I have no idea. But just say that then, right? Just say, hey, you know, my boss at Yuck's 
would be really upset if he saw that, so please don't say anything like that again. Not like, you fucking say anything bad about me, I'm going to block you. Like, that's just an invitation. What, you're going to block me? Go fuck yourself, you're going to block me. <laughs> I'm going to block you. Exactly. You're going to block me, go fuck yourself, you white pansy ass motherfucking cunt boy. Bitch. Yeah, 
Well, you have to just like you have to describe it. Like taking your two, like your pointer finger and your middle finger, and then just like poking something. Like that's what <laughs> just like that. That's in, not in and out. In and out. In, in and, and out. out. Like that's supposed to be good for someone. Uh, so then he talks about how he's not good at this. So then we did. I drew. Oh, this is really embarrassing for me. <laughs> Are you seeing how you're an encouragement? <laughs> I'm not good for you. I'm a bad friend. <laughs> oh God. What so I drew a picture. I drew this fingering how to finger girl picture crayon and then you took a picture of it and put it on Facebook. Right. It was a detailed diagram made for children about how to finger a girl and we put it on Facebook. Share this with Kahuna. I wrote that. Because at that point he had blocked me and I'm just, and I'm like I can't attach him to this. Right. So I was just like, hey, pass this on to Kahuna. Yeah. Mm. Not a good thing. What else did you do? Um, I didn't do anything else. I think after that, I kind of gave up. I also had a nervous breakdown. Right. That was important. Right. And now you're kind of, you're in a position where you go to these shows, like you said earlier, and you just go there, and he's there, standing in front of you, and it's like he sees through you. Yes. He's like, I just want to check out that spot on the wall. It really does it is. kind of feel like invisibility at some point. Um, but just recently, like, since then, I've tried to contact him at different points to say, hey, can we talk and just, you know, wipe the slate clean, that kind of thing. Right. I've sent him little messages like that, different as on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter. I've made different accounts to talk to him. Okay, I could see how he <laughs> talking to him. I'm not, though. I just wanted to get to get those messages. <laughs> and I also, when I borrowed your phone the other day, I followed him on I know on Twitter. So, uh, it's following you now. So. <laughs> okay, so, um, recently I tried to go up and talk to him at a show. I said, hi, Kahuna. And, uh, he said, hi, I am just trying to watch the show. And I said, okay. And then I walked away. So we're pretty much caught up now. Yeah. So what do you think he thinks of me? Knowing all of this. I think he thinks... He knows uh, I'm alive, right? <laughs> he knows I'm alive. I, yeah, I'm, I'm I feel still like in existence. He's like, oh, there's Brooke. Do you think it's like, oh, typical Brooke. You know, drunk in the corner. But I'm not usually drunk. No, because I feel like he thinks, like, oh, my God, something's wrong with her. She's just sitting in the corner and probably stewing and thinking about me. Do you think I'm thinking about him this whole time? In the corner? Yeah. The comedy show? Yeah. Maybe <laughs> half the time. <laughs> Do you think he's scared to talk to me? Is that a possibility? Are you scared? Or he no. just doesn't want to? What if we got him on the phone? I would love to get him on the phone and record that fucking phone call. I would love that. Why don't we put an invitation out? Put an invitation out for anyone who's listening, if you understand who Kahuna is. Just invite him to call into the show and talk to us. Yeah, he can call Brooke. He probably has her number. <laughs> so you're going to ask someone for... We, we're asking him to call into the podcast. 
And we'll talk to he's him. a comic. You know, um, and he's chicken shit, motherfucking, hunt <laughs> ass, bitch, white boy. Okay, Dad. Right. I was not going to make him want to call in. I'm challenging him. Little fucking, okay, little we're ass, yellow, piss pants. <laughs> You're like intimidation is so, <laughs> <laughs> like, grade eight boy. No, I wasn't. No, you're just being all out. 